Hey friends, I hope you're all staying as safe and healthy and comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of all the people and plants and pets that are important to you. My new novel, The Peeper and the Playwright, is out! Yes! My 10th self-published book is available currently worldwide via Amazon in both ebook and paperback formats. If you don't use Amazon, you can find The Peeper and the Playwright in ebook format at Google Play. You'll find links to The Peeper and the Playwright at both Amazon and Google Play in the description of this episode. If you are on Twitter and you see my tweet with a link to my new book, please give it a retweet. Everything helps, and I will absolutely respond with a personalized thank you tweet to you. Now, it may be a bit of time until I get to the thank you tweet. I do not like to clog up my followers' timelines with buy my stuff type tweets, so I do my best to keep my book promotion on Twitter to one tweet that I try to get retweeted as many times as I can. Now, if you've purchased my new novel, holy moly, thank you so, so much. I sincerely hope you love it. I worked very hard on this book, and I'm very proud of it. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. People Are the Enemy listeners, this is episode 247 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out, because this is the last episode of People Are the Enemy of the month. Uh, we do not have a lot of time. There will be no Rachel's chart chat this week, but I promise Rachel will return. What I would like to do now is read you a portion of one of the chapters in my new book. Now, the chapter is titled... The Rat Goes Viral, and the part I will be reading has the story's narrator, Tom Dulcet, the peeper, taking the playwright, Reuben Wilde, out to breakfast, and Reuben tells Tom an African folk tale called The Leopard Man. And here we go. I drove Kim to work so I could use the car to bring Reuben to the meeting with the cast and crew. We had time to kill before we had to be at the Banks house and I was hungry and wanted coffee. I drove Reuben and myself to the Black Kite Diner. We took a booth in the back. A waitress came over with a pot of coffee and, without asking, put two mugs down, filled them, then walked away. Reuben was still wearing his fingerless gloves. I'd never seen him without them. Kim had cut Reuben's hair that morning. With his clean-shaven face and freshly cut hair, he looked like a new man. She'd also washed his clothes while he showered. Order whatever you want. It's on me, I said as I looked over the placemat that doubled as a menu. Do you know the story of the leopard man? Reuben asked as he stirred cream and sugar into his coffee. Excuse me? It's an African folk tale, Reuben said. The waitress returned to our table. What can I get you? I'll have four pancakes, four eggs sunny side up, four sausages, four strips of bacon, and hash browns, Reuben said. Our waitress's eyebrows went up as she wrote the playwright's considerable order on her pad. Any toast with that? 
No, I'm trying to watch my carbs, Reuben said, at which point I nearly choked on my coffee. And you? I'll have the steak and cheese omelet with hash browns and a grilled bagel with cream cheese, I said. More coffee? Yes, Reuben and I said at the same time. As I watched our waitress walk away, I was hoping her interrupting the preamble to Reuben's African folktale had made him forget about the story he was about to tell. But I wasn't that lucky. Once upon a time, a handsome stranger wandered into a village and strolled amongst the people in silence, Reuben started. All the maidens in the village admired the stranger and wished that he would choose one of them for his bride. But he said nothing, and at last he walked into the forest and disappeared. A month later, the stranger returned to the village, and this time one of the maidens fell so much in love with him that she resolved to follow him into the forest, as she could not bear to be separated from him. When the stranger looked back and saw her following, he stopped and begged her to return home. But she wouldn't, and exclaimed, I will never leave you, and wherever you go, I will follow. The stranger replied sadly, Beautiful maiden, you will regret it. Then he hurried on. After a while, the stranger stopped again, and once more begged the beautiful maiden to go back to her village. But again she said, I will never leave you, and wherever you go, I will follow. Again, the handsome stranger said sorrowfully, You'll regret it. The beautiful maiden followed the stranger far into the depths of the forest, until at last they reached a tree, at the foot of which lay a leopard's skin. Standing under the tree, the stranger began to sing a sad song. The stranger's lyrics explained that, although he was allowed once a month to wander about in villages and towns in the form of a man, he was a savage leopard one that would tear the maiden to pieces as soon as he regained his natural form. The stranger then flung himself upon the ground and immediately became a snarling leopard. He began to pursue the terrified girl. Fear gave such speed to the beautiful maiden's feet that the leopard could not overtake her. As he pursued her, he sang that he would tear her into small pieces, and she replied in song that he would never overtake her. For a great distance the two ran until the maiden arrived at a deep but narrow river which she could not cross. It seemed as if the leopard would catch her after all, but a tree, which stood on the river bank, took pity on her. The tree fell over the river, so that she was able to cross. At last, nearly exhausted, she came to the edge of the forest and reached the village in safety. The leopard, disappointed, slunk back into the forest, and neither the leopard nor the handsome stranger was ever seen again. Huh, I said. What do you take from that story? People aren't always what they seem, Reuben said. If something looks too good to be true, it probably is, I said. Beauty can often mask danger, Reuben said. When people tell you who they are, believe them the first time, I said. I like that. Reuben said, smiling. Maya Angelou, I said. I know, Reuben said. I wanted to see if you'd let me believe it was an original quote. The waitress brought our food. We ate in silence. I paid for our breakfast, and we walked back out to the Honda. From the Black Height, we drove directly to Gary's house. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you check out the book. I'm very proud of it. It's available now. Again, there are links to it directly in this the description of this episode i hope you i hope you get it i hope you love it um 
And uh, that's about all we have for you. This has been episode 247 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love by Nokia Ocean. You can find that song and more at pizzapuppies.bandcamp.com. My name is Andy Mascola. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We love you. Peace. <laughs>